Life after death. The dead come back to life. That is an amazing truth. And yet, are we immune to it? Do we take it for granted that we think we know this story? Jesus prepared his apostles and all of his disciples for the possibility that the dead could come back to life. After all, he raised several people from the dead while he was doing his public ministry. Remember the little girl, the daughter of of Jairus, The, the son, the only son of the poor widow of Nain, but then especially the raising of his friend Lazarus from the dead. Now these other two, the little girl, she had, she had just died, okay? And the, the son of the poor widow, I mean, his funeral had just happened, so he had just died. But Lazarus has been in four days. He was dead, 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 dead. And Jesus comes to the tomb and says, Lazarus, come out. And a dead man got up and came out. Now, the funny thing about that is obviously people then began to believe in Jesus. He raised people from the dead. Lazarus was dead four days and Jesus raised him. And so people began to believe in Jesus. They thought he's God. Only God can do these things. But the other part of the story is, of course, not everyone believed. There were a number of people in very important positions who thought this was a problem. This is a big problem. This Jesus guy, he's doing stuff only God can do. You know what we need to do? We need to kill him. That's what we need to do. Notice, death seems to be the ultimate answer, doesn't it? This Jesus is doing things only God can do. Now, parenthesis, hmm, he's doing things only God can do. You know, you would think maybe the the light would, would go on, but no, this is a problem because he's doing things only God can do, so people are going to believe that he's God. So I know what we'll do, we'll kill him. Funny thing is, they they thought the same thing about Lazarus, who had already been dead. We will read this story this this upcoming week about how the, the Jewish leaders, they're really upset that people are believing in Jesus because of Lazarus. So you know what they decide to do? Let's kill Lazarus. Now, stop and think about that for a minute. I always wonder if, if I'm Lazarus and I know like they're, you know, thinking to kill me. I, I mean, what is, what is Lazarus going to say? I mean, oh, you're going to kill me. Well, been dead once before. Sure. Why not? I guess, I guess give it a try. You know, imagine that death is not the end. Imagine the, the, the kind of freedom Lazarus would have had. Like, I, I don't know. I've been dead. I've been dead once. And now I'm not. So everything we thought we knew, the idea that the death is the end? Well, what if it's not? What if the thing we fear most, the fear behind every suffering, behind every pain, is ultimately death? What if this kills me? What if that were actually not so bad? You know, we think of that a lot this last year with coronavirus. 
it kills people. It has. And perhaps you're, you're here today without some of your loved ones who have died, or maybe you've been seriously affected yourselves or people you know. All over, certainly we have seen that there is suffering. There is this invisible virus that kills people or at least hurts people. And it's caused necessarily social distancing, isolation. We want to stop the the spread of the virus. We don't want any people to die unnecessarily. So we take the, the necessary precautions. I'm thinking of last Easter when this church was empty. It was me and Father Mark and Father Michael and Deacon Dave. Empty. We're starting to kind of come out of, of hiding a little bit. And partly, why? Immunity. Vaccine. And I, I don't make, you know, any uh, kind of blanket endorsement. I think we should get vaccinated. I, for me personally, all the, the priests, everyone, we've all been vaccinated. So what I do know is that immunity is having an incredible effect upon how we live our lives right now. Whether it's immunity because people have gotten the disease and we we start to have immunity from people naturally getting it or people have gotten vaccines. As we become, as a herd, they say, immune to coronavirus, look what is happening. This Easter, our church is not not as full as it would be completely outside a pandemic, but it's fuller. We are socially, distantly, almost to capacity. Why? Because, well, we've got some immunity. We don't have to fear the coronavirus if you're immune to it. Now, we're, we're not there yet, certainly, so we still take our precautions. But notice what that does. We can all sense it. I... Now that I've, I've had my two shots and I'm more than two weeks out and everything, and Father Mark and I, last, last night at the Easter Vigil, Father Mark and I just gave each other a hug. I haven't been able to do that for a while. I was, I was hugging people after, after Mass. I'm like, I'm immune. This is awesome. I'm immune. Now, maybe I'm, I'm overconfident. I don't know, because it's still maybe technically possible. But if you think about how uh, immunity works, either because you got the disease or because you, you got the help of a vaccine. Well, the vaccine especially, it, it teaches your, your body how to de- defend against the, the virus, whatever virus, even the, the normal flu shot or measles, mumps, polio, whatever. The, the way a, a virus often is fought with a vaccine is you're, you're actually given um, a bit of the virus, but it's dead. It, it can't hurt you. The, the coronavirus uh, COVID vaccine works a little bit differently. But in the end, what it does is it, it helps your body so that when it encounters the virus, the virus is still there. It's just that it can't hurt you. COVID is still all around, I'm sure. But I'm walking around, I'm immune, I'm immune. I'm gonna take my mask off, but not in public because we still wanna protect everybody. But. Yeah, with people like today, I'm going to go to my parents' house. They've been shot with the vaccine. I have. So we're going to have Easter because we're immune. We see what that does with just coronavirus. I think it's a little bit of the the kind of freedom that comes from knowing here's a a powerful force that we, we know could kill people, 
And yet it can't kill me because I'm immune to it. And eventually that'll be true of all of society. They say that the COVID will eventually just be something that kids get like a little cold and you won't even know that it happened because we'll collectively, all as a society, be immune to it. I couldn't help but thinking on this Easter Sunday then, what if, what if we recognized what, what Lazarus would have had a little inkling of? What if death were not the end? What if, in a way, we were immune to death? Now, of course, we'll still die. But much like we could still come in contact with, with COVID, what if, what if it just couldn't hurt us? What if we still die? But what if, what if death couldn't hurt us? What if we were, in a way, immune to death? We still, we still come in contact with it like a virus. It just it can't really hurt us. That is essentially the message that we proclaim today. It's like Lazarus who died and came back to life and he had to die again. But in Jesus and his resurrection from the dead, death itself is defeated. We are, as Christians, because of our baptism, Paul tells us, we are baptized into the death of Jesus. It's as though in our baptism, we have been inoculated. We are immune to death, brothers and sisters. We need not fear death and therefore we need not fear any suffering because we are immune to it. It can't hurt us. I love the, the verses in the, the sequence today after the, the second reading. Death and life fought bitterly in this wondrous victory. The Lord of life who died reigns glorified. In the Latin, it's great. Mors en vita duello conflict zere mirando. Dux mortuus reignat vivus. Death and life, they, they fought, they conflicted in a, a stupendous duel. And the Lord of life, who is dead, is alive. Our God is not dead, he's alive. And that allows Paul to ultimately say what I just said about immunity. Paul gets it. He's like, death, where's your sting? Grave, where is your victory? It's gone. Yeah, we're going to die. But who cares? I've been dead once in baptism. Like Lazarus, I've been dead once. Death got nothing on me. It can't hurt me. I'm immune to death. Imagine... If that message spread through the Christian community, are heard collectively, realized that we are immune to death, what a difference that would make. Now, the problem is we should already know that. That's true. That's why we're here this morning, because we know this story. We know that Jesus died on Good Friday, and when we were in this church two days ago, we knew that on the third day, we would be back here on Easter Sunday morning, and we would be celebrating that Jesus is risen from the dead. We know that story. It should make us immune to any fear of suffering and death. But the problem is, 
I think because the story is so familiar, because we think we know the story, I think we've actually become immune to the effects of the story. Oh yeah, Jesus, he died and rose from the dead and it's Easter and it's nice and we'll go to mass and we'll dress up and then, you know, I'm gonna go eat a bunch of Russell Stover cream eggs afterwards. Happy Easter. You know, okay, nice, but much as a vaccine prevents a virus from really hurting us, I think our familiarity with the Easter story has led us to be a little bit immune to its full effect. We, we contact it. Like, oh, Jesus risen from the dead. Great. Yeah, that's nice. Well, yeah, it's, it's important even. But notice it doesn't have the full effect that it should because we're somewhat immune to it because of familiarity. Today is a day to stir up again the wonder, the duelo morando, the stupendous duel that took place between death and life so that we could be alive and free from the fear of death. To paraphrase uh, St. Paul, one of my favorite Christian musicians, Matt Marr, has a, a song called Christ is Risen for this day. And it, it, I love it because the chorus is actually shouting these words of St. Paul. Oh, death, where is your sting? Oh, hell, where is your victory? Oh, church, come stand in the light. Our God is not dead. He's alive. He's alive. Amen. He's alive. Our God is not dead. He's alive. And so death, where is your sting? Hell, where's your victory? I'm immune. You can't hurt me anymore. What an incredible message if that actually sinks in. So on this Easter Sunday, we gather to remind ourselves of this story. The story that makes us immune to death. And if we're immune to death, well, that's a lot better than simply me being able to go out and take my mask off in public. It allows all of us to take our little mask off that we hide behind that says, I don't want to stick out. I don't want to be out there. Look at what Peter does in our first reading. You talk about someone who knows he's immune to death. This is, this is Peter. We read Peter, the first word of our first reading. When did we last hear Peter? Hmm. I swear I don't know the man. That's the last we heard of Peter. And today, Peter got up and he spoke, you know what's happened. And he went about doing good, this Jesus of Nazareth. And now we are witnesses, martyrs in the Greek. We are martyrs. We are witnesses to all that he did. They put him to death. This is the same guy who was so afraid of death that he would deny that he even knew Jesus. Now he's going right to the Jewish leaders and he says, hey, you guys. Yeah, you, you put Jesus to death. But I'm here to tell you that he's alive. This is the same Peter was so terrified of death that he would deny Jesus. Now he's going right to the people who killed Jesus, but somehow he's not afraid. What's happened? He's immune. He knows he's immune from death. Jesus died and he rose. 
And Peter knows that he's going to die, but he's going to rise. Peter knows that he's immune. The church, oh, church, come stand in the light. Take, the, take your mask off and stand in the light. Say, I know I'm immune. Do what you want to me. It can't hurt me. That's the joy of Easter. That is the joy of the Christian life. I hope very soon that all of us will be able to stand in the light with herd immunity from coronavirus. That day will come. But you know what? There will be another virus. Some, some other thing. I, I don't know what. It could probably be worse than, than COVID. In the end, all of us will die. There will be another virus. There will be ultimately death for all of us. But the real joy today is to know that we are immune. Let's not be immune to the story. Let's, let's not let it just fall off and we go home and carry about our business. Let's not let that kind of immunity be there. But rather, let's be like Peter. Let's know that if I have nothing to fear, even from death, how should my life be different? How will you live your life today if you knew that you are immune to death?